Hello, and what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 123. I believe it's 123. Wow. I'm going to double check this. One, this is two, three. One, two, ABCs. three. It is, it is. Yes, we are counting upwards to a new. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely. Wow. Episode 123 of the PlayStation Report. That means. No, never mind. That, just, that was ig- vo- just ignore what I was about to say because it was extremely stupid. What is that? What I was about to say? I'm, I'm not even going to say it. So let's that, just forget that. That's the voice of Tyler, and I'm Frank. And this week is a very slow news week, as you'll see by the stories that we have chosen to talk about. But Tyler, how has your week been? It's been all right. Been pretty hectic. By you. Uh, it's for me. It's been the exact opposite. It's been very laid back. I have not been stressing at all about like whatever I'm going to do next. I just just chilling, just chilling. Yeah. Hey, man, I would do the same thing. But honestly, you know? my hair is starting to turn gray. That's okay. Get some Rogaine. I'm, I'm actually kind of stressed out about where I'm going to work next. We'll see. I put in a few applications to uh, some really cool places doing some cool things. Oh boy. I just don't like I don't like to say where I'm applying for a job. That Mm. seems weird to say where I'm applying rather than where I'm going to be working. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. uh, I'll I'll see about that soon. Um, What have you been up to, man? Doing the stuff and the things. Fixing the world's problems. I wish I could say... I was... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've not been doing such noble work. I've hardly even been playing my PlayStation because there's good games on my Switch and my PC that I'm playing. Hey, man. Nothing wrong with that. Have you been playing anything on your PlayStation? I did! I finally finished Detroit Become Human. Tell us about it. It took me a lot longer than I expected to finish this game, but hey, that's okay, because I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. Um, I think this game is is solid. It has things in it that made me roll my eyes, and the more I got into it and towards the end, the more I kind of was like, eh, okay, that's kind of dumb. Um, but still, like, I, I enjoyed... A lot of the relationships you build in this game, um, especially between Connor and Hank. Connor is, um, I believe he's, no, he's the second like main character that we saw when they were kind of revealing he's this game. He's a investigator dude. He right? is, yeah. He, he's a cop, and, and his relationship with his human detective partner, basically, uh, Hank, is just my favorite part of the whole game. It was fucking amazing. Uh, that whole thing. Hank is a great character, and uh, I really like that. I liked Marcus uh, for sure. Marcus is the the guy leading the revolution, pretty much, of these androids. What I liked about Marcus's story a lot, without getting into major spoilers, is that you can choose to be violent or a pacifist with your with your revolution. And I chose, I thought it just would be an interesting story to be a pacifist. I want it to be like, like Martin Luther King or Gandhi or somebody like that, you know, that, that 
did this without violence and showing, you know, that they can uh, accomplish their mission without using violence. And I thought that was a very interesting aspect to it. And I like how you can choose to do that. And of course, there's the video game stuff of like, you have two other characters and one's pulling you this way and one's pulling you that way. And now you have a tough choice to make, but it's like, you know, I, I kind of wish they didn't have that stuff. And it was just a little bit more gray of who those characters were and, and what they wanted. But, um, yeah, I, I thought that was, that was well done. I, I liked, uh, Carr's relationship too, because, um, her story was different because Marcus's and Connor's story very much will lead to the same point eventually. And you can tell, you know, as you're going through it, whereas Kara's is just a relationship between her and a little girl. I thought that was really well done. Um, and the way they all do come together, at least in my playthrough, I thought was very, very interesting. There, there's a lot of very good plot points that actually made me go like, wow, this is actually solid writing here. But then there were certainly moments where I just definitely rolled my eyes. and was like, that's dumb. That line was dumb. And it's mostly with Marcus's stuff, like saying like, you know, we have a dream and stuff like that. Like, no, that's, that's too on the nose. And, you know, to me, like, I don't know. It's just really hard to compare the struggles of android robots to the struggles of actual African-Americans in that way. You know what I mean? I just was like, whatever. And they talk about how they send the androids to like practically concentration camps to be exterminated and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I I don't think you had to go that far or that kind of ridiculous with it in a way. Like, I think you could still accomplish your, your goal of what you want the player to feel at certain points without doing those, those things. Um, but it was cool. And I think the soundtrack is actually really underrated in, in this game and actually really helps the mood a lot. Like there's some really great moving pieces at times. Like I had a, I had a situation where I was, you know, leading, leading the revolution basically. And the camera was panning and all these really epic, epic six shots. And the music was just epic and feel made me feel something really cool. And I'm like, that's good. So that's something that I felt was very underrated about this game. I think if I had to choose a storyline, like I said, it's probably Connors. That was my favorite because of the relationship with Hank. Um, probably then followed by cars and then then Marcus. The other thing with Marcus is that f- the voice actor they had did a great job. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like his voice is just a little too soft for a leader. Like, you're free. You can go now. You know, like, that's kind of how he talks almost the whole time. Like, I got to get to Jericho. I'm like... I wish he had a little bit stronger, more commanding voice for someone that, that, you know, is leading a revolution in a way. Um, so I thought that that was, you know, a very nitpicky thing. Like I said, who they had did great for what they did. Um, so yeah, it's a beautiful game. 
Like they they did a great job with with some of those things. And in the flow charts at the end, you're just like, oh, okay. And and you go through, and it like shows you know that led to that, and then there's like four other things at this one spot. And you, and it kind of makes you wonder like. I wonder what I could have done to get that or what is the other outcome there? Um, I thought that was good. Um, yeah, it's cool. And dude, you get like, I guess it depends on what you do. Uh, but dude, I had like eight trophies pop at once when I finished this game. It was Mm. awesome. Hmm. Like, cool. Thanks. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the other night I played it for, you know, three hours or so and finished it and, I think I might have gotten like 20 trophies. It's just that short it's, amount of time. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm good just just rattling them off. It's fun. It's a good game. Uh, I do do like it. It's not perfect, but you know, if you're into these story-driven narrative experiences, I think this one's good just because of how high quality it is and how in spots and just its budget certainly shines through like I just can't imagine how how much time goes into just the smallest things I mean there there is you know I wonder that with every game of like how long did it take someone just to model this fucking random house out in the middle of nowhere or whatever but but this game like I feel like there has to been so much that went into so little in a way in, in things that the player might not see when they're going through. I think it makes for a good story just because there are so many different things that can happen, you know, in your relationship with characters can change a lot more than other games, but you know, kudos to, to Sony in a way for investing in a title like this. Um, because I feel like this this is a a style of game at such a high budget that is very risky to get into, you know, just because of how much time you have to put in or how much you might get back or how much the player sees or whatever. But yeah. What about you? What'd you play? Oh goodness. Um well I Oh man, I'm trying to think what I did that's re- relevant to PlayStation. I played some more of that Elder Scrolls Online Somerset. I've completed most of the regional quests, and then I'm I think I'm on the final stretch of the uh the quest line for the Sigic uh the Sigic Order. Uh Okay. So I I'm not going to spoil it or anything, but there's some conflict between some Daedric princes that plays out pretty cool, and uh, I like where it's going. And I, I, I'm curious to see how it ties in, if it ties in with the, uh, with what comes next, with the uh, Wolf Hunter, uh, dungeon that's about to drop. Mm-hmm. I, man, it it's great, and I'm I'm playing as the new class now, uh, the uh, the warden. Where basically you get to use, you get to summon all these different animals to come at you. You have this frost magic that helps you, and then you can. And then there's this growth magic. Basically, you're like a druid, sort of. Mm, okay. So your ultimate ability is that you can summon this bear, and then I have a I have a modifier on that ability that the bear just stays alive forever, 
And if it's killed and my ultimate bar is full, it'll just revive right away. And yeah, it's... I, I really like this class a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure which direction I'm going to take it. I, I'd like to play it as a DPS character, but I'm, I'm feeling like maybe... It has a lot of cool healing abilities Ooh. with the, uh, with the growth sort of uh, mechanics with it. It's, it's visually impressive. There are some really nice vistas in Somerset, and and some of the some of the areas you go into on different planes of existence oh. are really cool. And it's well, it's just I guess fantastic. you're getting into some Daedric stuff, right? So yeah. of course, there's going to be some weird ass shit. Yeah, it's really I like cool. that stuff. Uh, the new weapon sets look awesome. Like there's bunch of cool cosmetics and stuff uh they just ended an event where they were giving away eso plus for free and i got a few crates crown crates and uh really cool there's, there's cool crates in, in this those. game there is and it's okay. all uh, so the only stuff that can help you really are like uh there'll be some food buffs that you can get in there and there'll be some uh some potions you can get and then experience scrolls which will boost your experience gain but that kind of stuff uh, especially the potions and the and the uh the buffs you can through crafting you can get stuff that's just as good i got you but yeah I, i'm i'm really enjoying it and uh i i i have a house and i'm decorating my house that, like they added they added uh, jewel crafting so you can create create your own. You used to, you couldn't uh, craft your own rings and uh, amulets, but now you can, and that's really cool. And like the whole house crafting, which has been been in for a while now, but I, I just, I'm getting into it now, now that I, I'm playing it more consistently and I'm, I'm decorating out this, uh, this house that I have and it's really cool. Right on. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun. Sounds fun. Did you uh, play anything else? I did. Um, continuing with God of War. I haven't played it in a while, but got back to it. Banged out pretty much everything except for I have six more Valkyries to take out and a few things to find. And then I'll have that game platinum. So that was fun to go back to. I mean, I, I uncovered a very large chunk of the map that I never visited. Like it's all on the right hand side. It's Faith Guard or something. Um, it was a cool area. I was like, wow. Like I didn't even know this was over there. But I saw it kind of fogged out and I'm like, hmm, is that a thing I can go to? And yes it was. That game always feels good to go back to. Um we talk about, I talk about a lot on here, but fuck it. I have to tell this story. Played Overwatch the other night. All right. Very late. It, uh, like, it was, you know, we were here making videos till like midnight. Then we split and we got on Overwatch like very late and we were doing competitive matches and we we were lost first match then just destroyed we won like five in a row just wrecking and it felt really good to win that many competitive matches in a row and uh, then we hit our our rough spot and then it was the final match for you know uh, for us to qualify and get our placement pretty much 
We're playing on Rialto, which is the latest map that they added to the game. It kind of looks like a uh, like Venice in Italy in a way. Like there's nice moat running through through the town and everything. You can actually hop on these boats that are circling around and just be an idiot. And uh, it has like this nice bridge you gotta go. Uh, there's two bridges you have to go across, and then there's some corners you have to turn. It's a neat map. It, it's a map that they added for their last PVE event, Retribution, a while ago. But then they just made it a, a competitive payload map. Um, and and it, it's a tricky map to win on. I feel on offense, like I feel like most of the time defense ends up winning. Um, so. We were on defense, and we were getting totally trucked for the longest time. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the last game, and this is how it's going to end. We're just going to get destroyed. Then we had one defensive stand, and we held them off right at the very end. They didn't get it there. It was right at the end, and uh, we held them off for minutes. So it was like one of those kind of typical Overwatch endings stands on defense but you know that you you can run into that pretty often then it's time for offense and it's like okay these guys were trucking us but we held them i think we can figure something out and uh we started just just like they did we were ramming it down their throat except we got it a little bit farther than they did initially and we were we were up and we had one more corner to go around and we had about five minutes left and i'm like okay you know i i think we can get it you know we're we're, we were wrecking but now they're having this nice stand and uh it got down to 30 seconds left and we have not went anywhere and so i'm like you're fucking kidding me. Like we were wrecking and, and we have to go all the way. Like yeah. there's no other way if we want to win this match. And we got it. A, there's two turns right at the end and we got it between basically the second to last turn and the, and the last one we have to go. And we were just stuck there. And, you know, we were trying everything. Then all of a sudden, you know, you get one of those, somebody makes one of those plays, takes a few of them out, and then all of a sudden, now you have some freedom, and you're pushing, and we're like, okay, baby, we have like 20 seconds left, let's go, let's just get there. We pushed it all the way up to the end, literally, and they just kept pretty much spawning because we had them kind of out of sync in a way, but they kept running up, and, and one of them would survive just long enough to where we couldn't push it. And it it was like that, I shit you not, for like 45 seconds to a minute of just, we are at the very end. All we had to go was 0. .06. That is it. That's how fucking close we were. And, and it was just complete chaos. Like, I was playing Soldier 76 and just kicking ass just because I, I needed to just feel like I was getting something done for our team. Mm-hmm. And I died and I'm like, oh no, this isn't... This isn't good because I'm not there to help. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of everything, our my or the mercy we had just revives me. And I just turn around and I start shooting. I don't even recall what I was looking at because there's this little white like sofa, whatever the fuck thing you wanna call that's sitting in front of Frank and I right now. I was literally on top of that thing, 
like a foot away. My my face was like a foot away from the TV. It's two thirty in the morning. I'm like yelling at my TV. I'm like, come on, motherfucker, die! I don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm just shooting at everything. I get my alt. I'm just pressing right trigger, just looking around. I don't even know what's happening because there was literally all six of us on each team just at this payload. That is it. It was complete utter chaos. I don't even know what happened. Then we finally got it there. We finally got him off just that second that we needed to to push it there. It was like one of the most adrenaline-filled, crazy-ass victories I've ever had in, in Overwatch. And I'm like, that's why I like playing that game. It's fun. It was it was crazy. And then I was like all hyped. I couldn't go to sleep. I don't think I fell asleep till well after three o'clock in the morning that night. So I'm like, fuck. Ah. <laughs> Just ready, ready to rock. Um I'm thinking what else I played. I played um just played some Destiny 2. We got some things we'll talk about later in the news with Destiny 2, but they did uh put that update through. Mm-hmm. Crucible's now 6v6. They got rid of the challenges like yeah. that they used to have in match or anything, you know, or if you're in a strike like that. Now they brought back bounties and you go to Shaxx or you go to uh, the Vanguard guy. Zavala. And, Zavala, yeah. And you get bounties and they look like the old school bounties. <laughs> so it's good that, good that they brought that back. Um, yeah, some decent changes there. They added an icon for Destiny 2 Forsaken that I thought was a story mission that they added. And I'm like, cool. And then it's like pre-order the game. I'm like, okay, but you're faking me out, man. Cause it looks like a story mission. Mm. Um, anyways, look forward to playing that, uh, a little bit more. Cause you know, I feel raid ready and I'm, I'm ready to do the thing. Mm. As am I. Yeah. And just so happens that we received an email. Oh, from a longtime listener. Ooh. Did not specify whether they wanted their name attached to this or not, so I will err on the side of caution. You know who you are. Hey, dudes. Longtime listener. Love your podcast, but recently I've noticed that Frank's attitude to Destiny has changed massively. I'm a day one Destiny player, and I'm glad to see him come around to the light side. It's such a shame he's an Arsenal fan, because he seems like such a nice bloke. Ha 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 ha. I'm Plymouth Argyle. Obviously from the UK. I love what you guys do. Keep it up, dudes. Love it. England. Well, condolences to England, finishing fourth yeah. place in the World <laughs> Cup. But yeah, I, I have definitely turned around on Destiny. I think the thing that changed most about my attitude towards Destiny is just the fact that there I... I no longer look at it as the Uber game. I've come to terms with there's never going to be the Uber game, the one game that I want to rule them all. There's not go- that game is just not, does not exist for me because I like such a variety of things, and I've been exploring different genres and stuff, and that is definitely limited. The- I think the thing that made me like Destiny more is not playing Destiny all the time, yeah. and that that's definitely helped me appreciate that game more and. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the DLC, but also I'm not going to dive in balls deep like for weeks on end. I'm still going to be playing this, this other shit that I've been getting into. Like, yeah, but yeah, thank, thanks for uh, emailing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I mean, Destiny is not a game you should play constantly. Um, I think, yeah, my, I, I feel like Destiny 2 honestly has been getting better. Like, Bungie is legitimately trying to make it better. Making it, in a way, feel like the first game did. When the first game was, like, good. So... I'm I'm excited for Forsaken. I, I think they're going to take some good steps. There's there's a lot more to look at now in Destiny 2. There's a lot there's a lot of different things mm-hmm. to look at, like the different environments. It's yeah. it's a lot more varied, uh, rather than w- what you had in uh, the original Destiny, which was Moon, Earth, Venus, and Mars. Mm-hmm. That was pretty pretty much it. Um. Yeah. Although I I have to say that, you know, Bungie changed missions or some some of the quests to be um, pursuits. Yeah, they suck. Most of them. And it sucks because they lead to cool weapons. Like I have one. You probably have it, too, for sleeper simulant, which the sleeper sleeper simulant. The way they introduced that into Destiny one was just amazing. Because it was just this random thing that kind of happened. And the community just like took over and everybody figured out how to unlock this thing. And like that sort of mystery is lost in Destiny 2, which I hope they bring back in Forsaken. But I have the quest for it right now. And I got a few, I'm a few parts in. And I'm at this part where I have to find these things called sleeper nodes out in the world. And to get sleeper nodes, you have to get resonant stems. You have to get four of them and then make an, uh, an encryption key. And then the encryption key will give you like a very vague hint of where this ex- specific sleeper node is. And I have to get 15 of them. So that means I need 60 resonant stems and you only get them through like world events, like public events, escalation protocols, stuff like that. And I'm like, and, and I've been playing for a little while. I've only, I only have 22 and I'm like, you're kidding me. Like I have to sit here and just grind this out mindlessly just to get something really awesome that I want. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. Work on that. We'll see. Um, yeah, I think the I'm trying to think because I I did something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what led me to playing this, but I started the first Dark Siders game. Yeah, over the weekend too. But anyways, uh, I'm I'm about an hour in. I think it's neat for sure. It it hasn't hit me of like why people compare this game to Zelda. Yet, I think it hasn't hit me yet. Too really, okay, yeah, it it, that hasn't hit me because I'm like it's kind of like a sort of a fun but straightforward action game. I mean, there's some things out in the world that I've noticed that, like, I'm like I'm gonna have to do something with that later, but I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, you do unlock some uh, some abilities that let you go back into areas and Mm -hmm. explore more stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's neat. I mean, I, I like. You know the combat and the ability so far that I've gotten, and and that stuff seems fun. Um, you know, so far I'm I'm digging the story and the world and everything, and I'm kind of just digging, kind of exploring in a way, like how they kind of get you to these larger areas a little bit, and you can kind of go around. There's, 
you know, some things over here, things over there. That stuff's cool. So looking forward to it. I think I'm I'm gonna just try to pound both of those games out yeah. here. That's f- I think the last thing I did was I fought a a general. It's pretty early in oh, the game. Yeah. I feel. I, see, I beat that game last year, and I yeah. kind of forget exactly. Yeah, all like the things I, I fought some general dude. He wasn't too hard, but it was a, it was a fun fight. There are some really cool bosses towards the end of that. I, I'll say. Yeah. Looking forward to, to playing more of that. And after, you know, I played that for a little bit, and then I started Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Oh. And I was like, hmm, oh. I don't know. We'll, we'll see on that one. Because I, 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 I only... So, Birth by Sleep is a fucking turd. Like, I love the game in a way because it has a good story. It's a prequel to the Kingdom Hearts games. But I hate this, oh, I'm blanking on what it's called, but there's this mechanic that the new thing to this game is that you can create your own abilities and mm-hmm. you can upgrade them and all this stuff. I don't like that stuff. I don't like how they did it. And I don't think they're putting it in three. And I really hope they don't put it in three. Um, just because I played one of the stories, Terra's story, and I got to the very final boss fight. And this is on the PS3 version. And the very final boss fight. And because I didn't sit there and grind out to get, to make the best abilities, I I literally couldn't beat him. And I'm like, that sucks. So I'm doing one of the other stories. I'm just kind of playing to get the gist of the story. I'm not really trying to get like, Oh, that was a crazy boss fight or that, you know, making all the abilities. Like, I don't don't really care about that. I just kind of want to play through these stories and, get the gist of it so then I can play Dream Drop Distance and then I can play the short little game they put out that leads kind of right into 3 or 3 comes out. Have you heard of YouTube videos? I have. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, if I get too frustrated or just too kind of like I don't feel like doing this then then yeah. Okay. The one of the other Kingdom Hearts games Chain of Memories I think it's just a fucking trash fire of a game. It it was made for Game Boy and then they kind of remade it for PS2. Um, and it's all based around cards and everything. I I cannot stand the combat and, and everything about that game. I ended up looking up the story of that game, just watching the cutscenes on YouTube. And I got the gist. It was fine because it is sort of important to understand things that go on, go on in Kingdom Hearts 2. So before I played two, I looked at him. That was a while ago. Hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. It's, this, none of this is encouraging to someone who has not played game. So yeah. I started Kingdom Hearts one, once, one, once. Got to Ursula. Mm. And then that's where I stopped playing Kingdom Hearts. Ursula is That a fight bitch. is awful. Yes, it is awful. Uh, Don't blame me. Yeah, so uh, that that that's pretty much the effective end of my Kingdom Hearts career. I might look up the story and just get caught up on the story and then play the Kingdom Hearts 3. I think that that is a way that I might be able to enjoy that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think I'm going to go back and play Kingdom Hearts games. It's a lot. Well, the thing with Birth by Sleep is that because there's three different stories, like they're not overly long, like they're maybe eight to ten hours each 
Um, and I, I have no shame in saying I'm playing on the easy difficulty just because I kind of want to just breeze through it and get the story. Because hmm. that's what I'm interested in uh, for Kingdom Hearts right now is, is the story. I mean, the gameplay is fucking really good. The gameplay in 2 is good. The gameplay in Birth by Sleep is not the, as good as the gameplay of 2, in my opinion, so I don't really fucking care. Hmm. Hard, uh, hard opinions. Hmm. Kingdom Hearts fans might disagree. You know, Kingdom Hearts fans, don't at me. Yeah, don't at me. Don't at me, bro. I've also been playing some other video games, Tyler. Yeah? Some puzzle games. Puzzle games? I've been playing some more of that Luminez. Yeah? How's that? I've gotten to level 92 out of 100. Holy shit. And it takes you six hours to get there. It took me about two hours to get there. My god. I was just in the zen state sitting Mm -hmm. on my couch, just... Yeah, I mean, just watching you get to whatever you got the other night, you know, a few weeks ago, 20 or 30, yeah, was like, yeah, I can see how you, someone, to play this game and finish it, you have to just zone out yeah, and forget about everything, you know? That's what, that that's how I got so far, and I'm kind of frustrated that I got to 92, but I couldn't finish yeah. it off. Yeah, I should have never, like, I think as soon as I checked, like, what level I was on, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> And that kind of snapped me out of it. Uh, so I'm going to have to try again sometime. I've also mm. been playing that Money Puzzle Exchanger, mm. the Arcade Archives game. What is this? So this... Oh, man. It's kind of... So there are these little tokens, little pieces of money, little coins. There are ones, fives, tens, fifties, hundreds, and five hundreds. So ones, you ones, tens... And hundreds, you match, you pick them up, and you get them to connect connect to five, at least five, and then they go up to the next one. Uh, fives, fifties, and five hundreds, you have to connect two, and they go up to the next one. Okay. So what you do is like you're you're picking these coins up. You can only pick up the same coin as your, the first coin you picked up, and you can pick up stacks and move them around. And it's like it's moving downward. Like, a new row keeps filling in, like, at a time interval and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah, you just match that stuff up, and you're going up against a computer opponent. So, I'm not sure exactly how the rules work, but, like, after a certain, like, match or a combo, like, it can combo, like, chain up, like, when stuff gets eliminated, like, the way it's configured, it could, like cause a column to go up and then if that creates a new match then th- that goes away too mm-hmm. so depending on s- certain factors there you get attack rows onto the other uh, other player in the case that I'm playing it I'm playing against the computer for high scores uh, and yeah and you try to make them fill all the way to the bottom before yours gets filled all the way to the bottom there are special tokens there's like an eraser token that will erase all of us all of the uh all of the coins of the value that you drop the drop the eraser on. Uh, there's an upgrade which will upgrade all the tokens of the value that you drop that on, and that that those are two cool things to that makes it up a bit. But yeah, it gets pretty intense. Yeah, sounds sounds like it. Is that a neo neo geo? Yeah, that's game? a neo geo thing. Cool. The reason I've been playing it is to try to beat Dan Reichert's score mm. because. Last I checked, he was eighth in the world. Wow! <laughs> on that version, on that version of the game on the Nintendo, yeah. on the Nintendo Switch is w- w- where I'm playing it. it. Is it is available on PlayStation? Yeah. Um, 
But That's yeah. funny. I, I'm trying to beat his score and I can't, and it's really frustrating, and he might just be better at that game than me. <laughs> Dan Riker of GiantBomb.com. <sighs> you can't say Giant Bomb without saying GiantBomb.com. I don't know. It just all flows. Or you could say one of their numerous redirects, their domain redirects. You could, yeah. Videogames.com. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's... I'm not... <laughs> I think saying you work at videogames.com is a lot like... It sounds like... I'm not sure what sounds like more bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giantbomb.com or videogames.com. Yeah. They both sound like bullshit jobs, but yeah, know, it's, it's pretty they, cool stuff they do over there. They do. Um, what else have I... I've been playing... All right, this is not a PlayStation thing, but I've been playing a lot of that Octopath. Yeah, I was, I I was going to ask about that. What's your, what's your quick hot take? I played about 15 hours. I have all the characters now. Okay. And I'm doing some side missions to uh, level up to get to the next chapter of Tressa's quest, which is the character I chose at the beginning. Uh, she's a merchant. So, yeah, she gets deals buying stuff. And it's really cool. I really enjoy this game a lot. It's got elements of Persona-ish on it, like with the fighting timeline and then breaking like breaking down defenses to make them vulnerable mm-hmm. and stuff like that finding their weaknesses hitting weak points and ch- chaining stuff and then it has some influence from uh, bravely default sort of except it kind of happens so in bravely default you can choose to skip your move to stack a brave point and which will allow you to do bonus stuff with your abilities in this it just goes by as long as you don't use these break points they're called breakpoints in this, uh, and like you channel, you ch- you charge up these breakpoints, and you can either choose to use them to uh, get multiple attacks. They enhance your abilities. So, say I have, you can break up to four. You can use up to four points. So, you go up to break four. You with a re- regular attack, you just hit them four times, or you can use it to charge your magical abilities or your other abilities, such as like there there are other ability special abilities that you do with your weapons as well. Uh, which it just makes it do more damage or let, makes buffs last longer if you choose to use it on a buff. Um, but yeah, that it's really cool mechanic there. Uh, it's it's provides a lot of strategy since you can see the timeline, like who's attacking first this round, the order of the attacking this round, the order yeah. of attacking next round, and just seeing like which order you have to break things down to take minimal damage. Or if you see that a boss is charging up for their special attack, you can choose to use your break points then to to uh, bust their defenses to make them vulnerable so they can't get their attack off. Because mm-hmm. when you break down all their defense points, they miss a turn. Like, they miss that turn and then the next turn. Oh. If they haven't gone that first turn. Interesting. Yeah, it sounds good. I, I, I downloaded the demo, so I'm going to play the first three hours, I think, and if I dig it, then... Okay. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Uh, some people have been complaining about uh, the dialogue in... Uh, the forest in the woodlands with the the character Hannet, uh, a lot of old like Shakespearean mm. talk in there that doesn't really mesh with the rest of the game. But I think it kind of makes sense in a way. It's they haven't really done that with voices in a lot of areas, but there there are a lot of differences in the different regions that you go to visually that 
translate to like there are all these different cultures in this in the this continent. I think it's called Astera. And like it's just an absolutely beautiful game, and I yeah, think it's it's, it's got a, it's got a really great soundtrack, and it uses Ooh. uh and its so- sound design and its use of vibration really give you like that give you a good feeling of like when you hit something, when you hit a crit on something, and stuff like that. It just it yeah. feels good to play. Yeah, that that art style is just oh yeah absolutely stunning to look at. Yeah, the way yeah. that like. He, you go and explore around, and you find secret areas, and mm-hmm. like you, that you didn't see when you were standing in one place, and then you go around to it, and you find the secret path, and you—it's really cool. It's got some base, very basic dungeon design. Like it doesn't do anything revolutionary on that front, but I can forgive that because of just how beautiful the rest of the game is mm-hmm. and the presentation. Uh, so yeah, so far I've only done chapter one of each character, so I'll—I'll I'll, I'll probably talk more about it. Somewhere, uh, as I progress through that game. Yeah, sweet. It's okay. good, you know. It's good to just see Square Enix making some some quality yeah, RPGs. I wonder what again. the nature of that exclusivity is. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows on that? Or if you know if they make a sequel. Yeah, you know, is that something Nintendo has locked down, or mm-hmm. can that come to PlayStation? Who knows. And then I played another game that's definitely not going to PlayStation at 2 a.m. last night. I booted oh. up Total War Warhammer. It's an old game, but... Yeah. Yeah. At 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. in the morning. That's the best time to learn how to play a complicated strategy game. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, not going to say too much about that, but being an old game and all, but uh, I think I had just have a mind for these kinds of grand strategy games yeah we were having success with a strategy game the other day it's fucking frustrating i never want to do that again (laughs) it just made me so one turn away it was that one it was in mario and rabbits and the co-op missions and oh my god we lost by one turn Uh, and it's the worst that it was timed because it's so hard in the first place (laughs) whatever Anyways. Mm. Yeah. That's all I got played. for the games that we've been playing. Yeah. It's a good time to just be getting into some different stuff while we're waiting for, for all the big ones to drop. You know, the way we get different stuff is through free content updates. Yeah. A few games this week have released free content updates. The first of which here. Enter the Gungeon. Adding... More content this month. New rooms, weapons, items, enemies, ammo types, synergies, more generous drop rates. That's one thing about Enter the Gungeon that kind of like it. I really liked that game, but I felt like I could get nowhere because I wasn't getting the drops I needed. So mm-hmm. seeing seeing this uh, being flaunted. I am interested in getting back into Enter the Gungeon and seeing if I can actually beat that game now. Yeah, I mean, the game looks like a blast. I'm just not into those sorts of games. Mm. But the gameplay looks fucking rad every time I watch it. It's cool. I I love how they titled this. It's called Gungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Gungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, this game, it has a really cool style. I like it. Yeah. I always play as the pilot. 
mm. because he gets a lock pick that can uh, unlock chests Ooh. rather than having to find keys all the time. Ooh. The other game that I'm at, I'm super excited to get back into this next game. Who would have thought that I'd be excited to get back into No Man's Sky? Did you watch this release trailer? No, I'm going to play it right now. Yeah. Uh, I've read about this stuff. Yeah. Um, so so No Man's Sky is becoming the game they promised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's going to be multiplayer. You can team up with your friends what? or you can fight other people. Uh, you can be a pirate. Uh, let's. I'm just going to go through the p- bullet points here. Team up a small team of friends and explore the universe together or be joined by random travelers. You can help friends stay alive or prey on others to survive. Tiny shelters or complex colonies that you build as a team are shared for all players. Fight as a pirate or a wingman in epic space battles with friends and enemies. Race exocraft across weird alien terrains, creating racetracks and trails to share online. Character character customization allows you to personalize your appearance. And uh, in this trailer, we you actually see other players, and you see your own player. And it, it looks like they're switching to a third-person perspective, at least as an option. Yeah. Also, these visuals have absolutely been upgraded Mm -hmm. for this game that's one thing that they're touting with this and you can definitely tell i mean just watching this trailer like i hope this is very representative of what the game looks like because it looks so much better but yeah there's um space combat now yeah and like freighters and stuff that you can take over yeah that's that's the one part of this update that really stuck out to me command freighters as they call it here assemble and upgrade a fleet of frigates and command them from the bridge of your freighter wow send your fleet out into the universe or deploy them to help you as you explore a specific system improved freighter base building allows a truly custom capital ship Invite your friends aboard and take on challenging multiplayer missions from the Galactic Commission station on your bridge. So yeah, this this update looks pretty significant, and I I'm going to definitely check it out. It's it what everybody wanted, yeah. from from No Man's Sky in a way, and it's also a lot of what Sean Murray actually said in all the lead up to No Man's Sky is is a lot of these things. So hey, I. I Kudos to them for sticking with this game because, you know, things just weren't the greatest for them uh, when this game launched. And in and it's good that they stuck with it and they said, you know what, all those features that everybody wanted, we're going to figure out a way to get it in. And it might take a little while, but I feel like there's a lot of positive buzz around this. Some people might be it's t- too little too late, but I feel for the most part, there's some there's some good buzz about this of like, I'll go check it out. You know, yeah. Uh, this update's called No Man's Sky Next, and it's launching next week on July twenty fourth. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely curious, and we're I I I'm gonna I think we have a mutual friend that is going to get back into this game. Yeah, we'll check it out. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, it really is because No Man's Sky has so much potential to do awesome things. Yeah, and just. Hmm. I. This is. Oh man. This is maybe the Mass Effect we want. 
Maybe. Uh, is it is it the Mass Effect replacement? I don't think it has the story. That that's what it doesn't have because the story in No Man's Sky is what you make. You know. But you don't know that. They added some more story stuff that I haven't gone back and yeah. explored yet. So, we'll see. I doubt yeah, I doubt it's going to be as big and as epic as a lot of the BioWare stuff is, but man, a lot of the vi- the planet variety, all the all the cute little aliens. Look at these little fucking aliens. What is that? Is that like yeah. a little fucking chubby lizard dude? Mm-hmm. And then did you see the giant mechs? I wonder if you build those mechs. I don't know. I mean, it's also, well, eh. I, I was going to say, like, it's good that, you know, this trailer definitely shows off a lot of the things they're describing and not just saying it. Um, but at the same time, like they showed gameplay demos before this game came out and it was like, okay, that stuff's going to be in the game. And then it, it wasn't, um, in a way. So yeah, it's good. It's good that they're, they're sticking with it because at least if they make this game kind of what it was supposed to be, or at least what they were touting and what people wanted and they leave it in a way better place than where, where it was, I think they're they're kind of absolutely helping their reputation as as game developers and you know moving forward you know I think their next project uh, might not have the hype around it but you know I think a people lot won't of, be as down on it. a lot of the, what's No Man's Sky is doing I feel appeals to the Minecraft generation of people where there's like all this base building and stuff and exploration but it's not necessarily for kids the interface is a little bit advanced a little bit uh just a higher learning curve just just looking at everything and figuring out what you need to go gather and build to build stuff it's kind of on the higher end there but i feel like this is a game like this is can be very successful if it hits the right audience at the right time yeah certainly you remember the hype for this game though yeah Man, I was thinking about that when, when, you know, all these details got announced. I was like, man, the hype for this game was just fucking crazy. Do you remember the joke thing that Anthony Carboni did? Where he was like, name name everything in the universe after me. And he'd just like retweet all these images of things named after himself mm. that people would do. <laughs> I, I thought that was a funny, funny thing at the beginning of that. And... When No Man's Sky launched, I was a little disappointed myself, but I thought it was cool for what it was. It was a cool zen chill out kind of thing. Yeah, I loved it for, for the first few hours, and then then I was just like, eh, I don't. I wonder you if know. this ever gets PlayStation VR support, dude. That would be fucking awesome if it did. Really would, because a lot of what they were showing. And it was being shown around the same time where hype for PlayStation VR was building as well. Yeah. And it's it's it just looked like something that would make sense. So we'll see. Yeah. It would make sense. Mm. But back to uh, the other sci-fi game, Destiny Two. Uh, you talked a little bit about the update here. I'm not sure if you. I don't think you missed anything. No, I mean, like I said, they added they added bounties, and and here is the quote. 
from Bungie on bounties. Bounties were removed to streamline the activity experience in Destiny 2 and reduce the number of chores that players felt compelled to complete every day. In retrospect, we realized that this was an overcorrection in optional daily activities. uh, Or no. And optional daily objectives to achieve specific goals or something we want to restore. Makes sense. So I, I, I like having bounties there. It's just something to, something to check off. Um, they changed it a little bit, though. They cost Glimmer, but they're so cheap it doesn't matter. And uh, they expire in a day. So basically pick them up and you have to complete them in that, in that day. Um, they, this one just made me shake my head. They're peeling back some heroic strike modifiers. One of them being blackout, which made all the melee, uh, damage taken from enemies an instant kill. Now, you know, it's just going to increase the, the amount of melee attacks, uh, increased amount of melee damage. They, they deal not instant kill. So we had a very unfortunate situation where it was a combination of the strike the enemy and the modifiers in i think we told that story but yeah but uh and it was basically because of this modifier that it was extremely fucking hard so that's good and then they're also um tweaking the modifier grounded which is the one where you're take more damage while you're in the air so that's good um and also, actually, uh, they're tweaking class, which have the player's health, but also have the amount of time it took for players to regenerate their shields, had, has had its effects slightly reduced. Mm. There you go. All right. They've also, the, the Crucible update went through, too, so, like I said, everything's 6v6 now, and they also separated out some playlists and stuff, too, which is good. Overall... Not a bad update. Just some quality of life things that are good. Hmm. We got some quick hitters here, Destiny 2. The upcoming expansion Forsaken, Nolan North, Nolan North is replacing Nathan Fillion and voicing Cade 6. Nathan Fillion being unavailable to do this. I think do you think it has something to do with that uncharted un- we didn't put it in here. That uncharted oh, yeah, short film. Right. Yeah, with Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that's right. They did did make that. I have not watched it, but I want to. Neither have I. Yeah. Um yeah, he said that he was unavailable and he said unfortunately these things don't work out and it's a little bit heartbreaking, but if you have to go to someone else, then thank God it comes to someone I absolutely love and his fans love character was in good hands so that's good um obviously at e3 they revealed that kate six is dying or he's already dead and he's dead dead like he ain't coming back which is unfortunate that's a double-edged sword to me because i think kate six is the character that people enjoyed the most in destiny you know he he has a charm and he brings a charm to that world um Whereas everybody else is so serious all the time. But Kate Six was, he was different. But at the same time, like, Bungie's like, well, we want to make sure that, you know, we're telling a good story and that we're serious about telling a story and everything. And I, I get that. But, but I almost feel like we didn't get enough time with Kate Six in a way. I don't know. 
I guess yeah, we'll see until Forsaken's out on yeah, how that I, on how that all works out. But I'm we'll curious see. about whoever this villain is. <laughs> yeah, it's apparently uh, Prince Prince Dickwad. I don't, I don't fucking remember his name. It, it is Prince something. Um, he was we'll sh- he was him, for the purpose of the show. He's Prince Dickwad. Yeah, he was shown off a long time ago in Destiny, and and people were like, "Where was he?" Where is he? And uh, now he's back. He wasn't ever actually in the game, I don't think. He was just in a lot of the, I guess, grimoire cards. No, he was in. He was actually legitimately in in gameplay footage that didn't make it into the first game. Oh, hmm. I guess they reworked his character, and now he's back, and he's going to try to be the man with the plan. Hmm. All right. Well, how about you tell us about Destiny 2 Solstice of Heroes event? I don't know what this even means. Yeah, so Destiny 2 is getting a Solstice of Heroes event on July 31st, which will have new armor and and rewards. Um, Talking to Ikora Ray will give players access to a new social space where a statue of three guardians will allow players to track their moments of triumph. Basically, before every major expansion... Uh, Bungie does this moments of triumph, which is you get like this book and you're just checking off a ton of stuff in the game. Have you done this? Have you done the raid? Have you done this raid? This and that. And you get stuff for it. And uh, if you complete it, you get other things. So that's basically what this is. They showed off uh, a whole bunch of new armor that you can get. And honestly, some of it looks 400 looks rad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you can get a, up to 400, and you can get masterwork versions of them, and honestly, some of it looks fucking rad. I, I, I'm a warlock character, and the warlock armor looks fucking awesome, so give it to Ooh, me, Ooh, some of these ghosts look cool. Yes, Ooh. they do. Um, there will be a Eververse engram you can buy, which sucks. I don't understand, but hey, whatever. Um, so you can get you know specific stuff out of that um, you can get a whole bunch of new new engrams five campaign missions uh, will return as redux versions altered missions that player, players can go through to upgrade their armor that huh. they get so seems neat seems like a uh, could be a neat event yeah I'll I'll play it yeah I'll check it out for sure Hmm. Some more quick hitters here. Yeah. See that Spider-Man PS4 bundle? It's It's finally happening. It's a pretty wicked-ass PS4. I'd say this is my second favorite special edition. The first being... Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, so, yeah, they're finally putting uh, out a limited edition Spider-Man PS4 Pro bundle, uh, which... The controller's red, and the console is red with the Spider-Man logo on the top of it. And it honestly looks very fucking slick. You know, the one thing I kind of off on is the face buttons on the the controller. Mm. That... That's the only part of the control... This whole set that kind of looks a little bit off to me. I don't know. I would buy that controller. But, yeah, otherwise, this looks fantastic. I'm excited to play Spider-Man. Everything I've seen so far is really cool. Yeah. 
going to be a pretty great week. Uh, you get Destiny 2 Forsaken and Spider-Man the same week. Mm-hmm. Cool. Of course, that's the weekend I'm moving, but whatever. Oh, well, <laughs> so I'll have some catching up to do, but that's okay. And then you talked about Overwatch. Are you excited yeah. to play the new hero? I absolutely am. July 24th is when Wrecking Ball goes through. I don't like that they're calling just call him, him Hammond, Wrecking Ball. I know. That's, what's gonna, that's just what I was going to say. Just call him Hammond. That's like, way better. I don't think the players are going to call him Wrecking Ball. They're going to call him Hammond. It's dumb. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, that, that's just a very, very quick hitter there. July 24th is when he comes out because he looks awesome. I, I saw... A video of all of his like highlight intros and emotes and stuff, and some of them are just amazing. They are so fucking awesome. I'm I'm down. Oh. Mm. Well, a little bit of sad news here, at least in my opinion. Here, uh, Bethesda less likely to let an outside studio make a Fallout game again. Oh, why? And this is from Todd Howard. I would never say ne. I wouldn't say never. But now that our company is so big, it's always better to keep stuff internal. It becomes less likely. But I could never say never. I thought Obsidian guys, the Obsidian guys did a fabulous job. Ah, that's unfortunate. But they are, they do have a lot of people. They are, yes, I mean, they've literally tripled in size. They have three studios now, so it makes sense, but, but, uh. They're making Fallout 76. Yeah. Two years after Fallout 4. But, like, I, I would love if Obsidian got another shot at a Fallout game or eat bucket. Let them make an Elder Scrolls game. Oh my God, that'd be so fucking cool. Like, just let's, you know, if someone else has an idea, maybe. I don't know. I think Obsidian is getting too big to do that stuff, though. I think Obsidian yeah. is more focused on doing its own projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Hmm. Todd Howard, just everywhere right now. Yeah. He's just interviews all the time, like weekly uh, stuff. It it wasn't really newsworthy, but they did put up the social media accounts for Starfield. Oh, did they? Yeah. Hmm. So it's going to be a thing. Fuck, I'm excited for that. I'm so stoked for that. Bring that on, dude. It's a... It's a Bethesda Studios structure wise their game but it shoots like doom mm. it, it runs and run around and shoot like doom that would be rad that would be very rad space mm-hmm. just give me Get doom is it time for doom eternal yet oh shit yeah that's next year isn't it it might be i don't know they didn't really say but i would i would assume i would assume that's gonna be fun hell on earth baby Let's do it. Speaking uh, of hell on earth, let's talk about South Park. <laughs> yeah, just another quick hitter. South Park's getting some new DLC. Um, titled Bring the Crunch, the new DLC for South Park, the Fractured Hole, uh, brings an entirely new story campaign to the game, as well as introducing a new class to its battle system. The title refers to Mintberry Crunch, an alien from Kokujan who joined up with the game's ragtag group of superheroes. The team investigates mysterious happenings at an idyllic sleep sleepaway camp, uh, setting the stage for new content. So there you go. Uh, that comes out July 31st for $12 if you're stoked. There's also another expansion out called... Um, oh, 
I'm going to look this up now. Because it's Casablanca is in the title. Oh, okay. I remember those episodes. Yeah. I'm going to look this up. Because that's out now, and then you're getting this. So there's some decent story DLC out um, for for, uh, South Park now. So there you go. Never played South Park games. Oh, dude, you have to. They're RPGs, and they're like 12 hours long. And they're fucking fun. They're honestly really good. I like them. Let me, let They're me check. funny as hell. Let me check uh, my my list of games. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to oh. I have to play this a uh, 40 hour long RPG first, and then I have to go play a, another 120 hour long RPG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, it's Casa Bonita. I'm sorry. I oh, messed yeah. up. Okay. Correct myself. There you go. Mm. A little bit unremarkable, but Middle Earth Shadow of War. Somehow going under the radar at all points with its microtransaction is finally removing them. Kind of like, kind of like just flew under the radar with uh, Battlefront 2 happening, like right after it released. That people kind of just didn't really look at Shadow of War's microtransactions until much later. The team said they had the flaming eye pointed directly. Out our fantastic community. Mm. And we've been continually watching, reading, and listening to your comments, criticisms, and recommendations. Never beat that game. I'm tempted to I play got about, it now. I think I got halfway through it. Yeah. I, I, I'm tempted to give it more of a shot because I played it once a while ago and I just wasn't in the mood for it. I want to at least give it a shot because I really love the first one. But this one, everything I heard just sounds so unnecessarily bloated hmm. and overly complicated. Yeah. But anyways, those tra- microtransactions are out. So if you're like, fuck this, I ain't playing this game and until they're gone. They're gone. There you go. And now what's here? Our new video games. Oh, finally. We've got, finally got a drop this week. I'm going to get us started here. Good old Adventure Time. Pirates of Enchirida. Enchirida? Enchirida? What? That is a very Enchiladas. Weird... Enchiladas. Pirates of the Enchiladas. Ahoy. The land of Ooh is underwater. And it's up to Finn and Jake to find out why. Join our heroes as they explore the high seas, search for hidden clues, interrogate shady suspects, and fight pirates to solve the mystery and save the waterlogged world. Oh, next up is Black Sea Odyssey on PS4. The hunt is on. Get ready to battle colossal space monsters in Black Sea Odyssey, a savage, top-down, roguelike, shoot-em-up RPG. Could you throw in any more genre descriptors for that? No, I couldn't actually. Next up. Oh, fuck yeah. Chicken Assassin Reloaded. (laughs) Chicken Assassin is a fast-paced action RPG with an outrageous storyline filled with over-the-top humor that boasts a myriad of colorful enemies and visually stunning levels and environments. That just sounds amazing. It looks amazing. Imagine Duke Nukem as a chicken. Yeah, why not? Uh, Next up is Frost. PS4. 
Frost is a deck-building, solo-survival card game set on a harsh, frozen world ravaged by a lethal storm. Huh. It's also a great black metal album by the band Enslaved. Hmm. Although it sounds like it was recorded on an answering machine. But it's still good. <laughs> I know, I can't remember the last time I've listened to an answering machine. Yeah, me either. Old, old things. Old times. Let's get back to the new stuff here. Gene Rain. Ooh. Death is always fair. He treats both the poor and the rich equally. This is the concept of the Death Squad. Fighting to, the, fighting to end the conflicts afflicting the whole world. This art looks straight ripped out of Mass Effect 2. Elusive sure. Man. Sure. Can't I you guess. see it? I guess so. Elusive Man just sitting in his chair. I feel like that's just every villain is just them sitting in a chair with a bunch <clears throat> of shit behind them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next up is Gotcha Racing Second. Okay. Get parts from the Gotcha and customize your original machine. Win the variety of races and aim the top aim the top of the Grand Prix. Yeah, I think they meant to say aim to top. Aim for the top. Yeah, you, that, that works too. Okay. Oh my goodness. Guts and glory. Okay, the, the artwork for this, have you ever seen that game um, Getting Over It? Yes. This man looks like the man in the pot with the hammer. How do you know that's a man? That's a good question, actually. It could be a merman. It, it could. It could, actually. Have uh, you seen some of the fan art of, like, what's inside the pot? No. Oh, I'm my not. God. It's funny. You should look that up sometime. But this game, Guts and Glory. Welcome to Guts and Glory, the craziest game show on Earth, where ordinary people compete in extraordinary challenges of life and death for glory. I wouldn't want to go on a game show where I could die. Yeah, me either. Nope. You should do American Ninja. I'd love to do American Ninja. That's like, that's legit dope. something that I would fucking love to try. That'd be fucking awesome. I think you could do it. Next up is Hop Along, the Badlands. PlayStation VR. One of a kind locomotion combines with comedy and fast-paced gameplay to bring you Hop Along, the Badlands. Sling lead and thunder across the Badlands as you chase down the infamous Dynamite Gang. Mm. All right. Hungry Shark World. Wow. Did we see this? I don't know. At E3. I think this was at the PC game show at E3. But that logo, like the the font they're using is very Finding Dory-ish or Finding mm. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Experience life as a shark and eat everything that gets in your way in this action-packed aquatic adventure. No, I, hmm, that might be different than the game I'm thinking of. Maybe. Next up is Ice Cream Surfer on PS4 and Vita. The evil broccoli, irritated by the fact that kids hate vegetables and love ice cream, has created an army of vegetables to destroy the flavor galaxy. Only the Ice Cream Surfer, with the help of his four super tasty friends, can prevent that. Yo, I think veggies are tasty, man. I was just going to say that. Why do people hate vegetables? They are fucking Yo, amazing. they got fucking carrots, onions... Why do they have a pear? Ugh. A yeah, pear? That's, that's not a right. Fruit. That's a fruit. That's a fruit. There's an apple back there? That's a fruit? 
Wow. The fuck's up with this shit? They're a bunch of liars. Get your shit straight. Hmm. The evil bro- there's nothing evil about broccoli. No, broccoli I had, is delicious. I had broccoli for lunch today. Just amazing. Whole Foods have dude, they just opened up a Whole Foods in Lancaster. Oh. Love that place. They have the best hot food bar I've ever seen at a grocery store. Oh. I'm it's gonna have to fucking awesome. They they have a awesome, a lot of times they have like like some cool Asian food and Indian food. Then they have some lots of different pizzas. It's all just fresh made. You can go. You can sit there. You can actually go get beer. Oh hell yeah! It's an awesome place. Beer and grocery go to shop. the near Whole Foods near you. Mm. It's good. It's it's changed my life. I I can, can go there on lunch. Just sit there. Sit outside. Not drink beer, although I would like to. Mm. Which I have a beer story. A beer story. Have you? So. Uh, I've been trying a lot of different beers recently just cause why not? You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying out, I got a variety pack from victory brewing company. I don't know if you've heard of them. I think they're actually I a PA to. brewing company. Um, but I, they're, they're around in this area all the time and I've heard a lot of good things and they make a beer called the sour monkey. I was told by one of our friends that it's good. That is the most disgusting beer I have ever had in my life. Basically take a sour candy and mix it with the taste of beer. And that's what you have. It is like awful. drop a warhead into your beer. <laughs> yeah. Like pretty much. And, and it, look, it says sour in the, in the name. So I probably had it coming and should have thought about it a little bit more. But when someone tells me it's good, I, I'm going to try it and take their word for it. No. Awful. Awful. I can't. I can't do it. And I have two left because I got a variety pack. Yeah. Do you have one of them in in here right now? I do. Do do you mind if I take it? You can take it. Yeah, you can take it. All right. We're going to have a live beer review here. Uh, First, uh, let's sing 2018. Warm up those vocal cords. Enter the virtual stage and experience the best. Let's sing ever made who who it might be on the bottom it's it should be in a can uh golden yeah they have one called the golden monkey got it there we go i'm i'm warning you dude i'm warning you how about you read the moose man while all right correct here we go the moose man get hyped ps4 you are the moose man and you have the ability to see all that is hidden to the mortal eye you are about to visit three layers of this universe the first one is the lower world where the spirits of the dead reside it tastes like ass <laughs> yeah i know like at first it wasn't so bad and then i get the aftertaste and it's just like fucking awful yes jesus christ is there other yeah. stuff good? Yeah, some of the other ones I've had, I've enjoyed. Like, they have a just kind of your standard IPA, and they had another <laughs> one that was pretty standard, too, which it was good, but that... This is dreadful. Wow. <laughs> oh, I, I just could not do it. <sighs> it's a punch in the balls here. Yeah. I'm going to talk about a good game here that I played at PSX 2017, Mother Gunship. From the creators of Tower of Guns. 
Mother Gunship mixes bullet hell intensity with the FPS genre, and brings one of the largest gun customization options seen in video games. So Tyler, let me, let me put this here simple for you. Okay. So there are three different parts that you put together to make a gun. There are connectors, there are barrels, and there are caps. Connectors are just, they, they're kind of like just structural items to arrange stuff for you. You got your barrels, which like range anywhere from like rockets, uh, laser weapons, uh, mini guns, and stuff like that. Uh, that you connect at the like there are certain like points where you connect stuff, and then caps are like modifiers mm. that you connect to these certain places. So you build your guns one in each hand. You can have a different gun in each hand, and each hand has like a energy meter and your guns based on how much energy they use like they drain your energy when you use them and you can see that as you build it and it's you build your guns and you go out through these dungeons and like it's fucking bullet hell like there's shit flying at you from everywhere and it's all these different arenas one after another Hmm. in each room and you as you do this you gain experience which you can like use to uh when you level up you can like Put it into different things like such as you can have extra energy or extra health or more jumps. Uh, you can you also earn coins, which like there are shops in the middle of these dungeons where you buy more parts for your guns and you can customize your guns mid mission and stuff like that. It's mm. I think seems it's pretty rad. Is it action packed? Yeah, cool. Seems neat. I think I want to say it's co op too, but I don't know it for sure. Mm. All right. Well, next up is Mugsters. PS4. Aliens have taken over the planet and enslaved humanity. Only you have the know-how to drive back the dastardly threat, free your fellow Earthlings, and save the world. Oh, shit. Oh, find anything? Yeah, this does have co-op. Cool. Uh, mother gunship. Right on. Dude, there are so many games. Out. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, I didn't goodness. even I didn't even scroll this week. Wow. Shit. Anyways. Okay. Uh, let's get through this. Uh, Path of Modus. The Path of Modus. Will you let the other people? Will you let other people stop you from pursuing your dreams? For generations, a village of goblins has been trapped inside a mysterious forest. Anyone who attempts to leave returns hopeless and defeated. Determined to break the new ground, break new ground. Young, a young goblin named Modus plans to build a series of bridges through the forest. Okay, next up is Race Arcade, PS4. Wow, that's the name of a video game. Yeah, Race Arcade is the ultimate top-down racing game with a strong retro feeling and super smooth gameplay. This fresh and evolved racing experience seamlessly combines the best parts from the good old racing games and the most recent technologies. Okay, sure. And the next up is Sonic Mania Plus, which brings some new content to the original Sonic Mania. Yeah. I don't know if we really have to read it. Not much that we have to talk about that. And Mm -hmm. in the interest of time, we'll just skip over it. Next up is Space Jacked on PlayStation Vita. Build, shoot, survive. Can you? Space Technician Ace... Dave Paprovsky. Defend your spaceship against a relentless horde of aliens? Oh. Next up is Super Destronaut DX PS4 and Vita. Inspired by an arcade classic, Super Destronaut DX is a retro space shooter that pits you against an enemy more dreaded than a UFO. A scoreboard. Hell yeah. 
Oh god, this is a game I have to play because it has one word in it. Ooh. Super Dungeon Tactics. Oh shit. It's a tactics game. Super Dungeon Tactics is a classic turn-based game featuring exciting new gameplay mechanics alongside the along with traditional RPG characters making you feel right at home. The dynamic gameplay will keep you on your toes. Oh boy. Next up is Tempest 4000. PS4 uh, retail only. Tempest 4000 is a visually stunning action-packed tube shooter <laughs> based on the classic hit arcade game Tempest. Tempest is fucking dope. Never played Tempest. I played... There was a version of Tempest on the Atari that I played when I was a very little kid and I was playing on my dad's mm-hmm. hand-me-down Atari. Mm. All right. Tohu... Genso Wanderer Reloaded is the next game on the list. And the final game on the list. Set out on an all-new adventure with Rimu, Marissa, Sane, and more of your favorite Tohu tohu characters. Oh boy. That's it. It's a lot of games. Um, If you want, you can listen to the new 21 Pilots album. I don't want to listen to more 21 Pilots. (laughs) You can listen to the Skyscraper soundtrack. Um, you could watch Ancient Alien America. Really? They still make that shit? That's all. <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I predicted the winner of the World Cup, France. I'd like to, uh, just dig- like to have the world acknowledge that I called that at the start of the tournament, that they were going to win it all. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah. I watched, I mean, I'm not even really into that, but into uh, the football, but I watched the last like 30 minutes of it or whatever. And when I turned it on, France was already up for two. Yeah. That's so, where, that's where it ended. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then it was just like 30 minutes of nothing. But then like, oh, it was uh, an exciting matchup until then. But then yeah, like, well, uh, I, can, I can realize imagine. that, oh, there's no coming back from this. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, what I don't understand about the football really quick. Yeah. It's up 4-2. Mm-hmm. You hit 90 minutes. It should be over. Why do they add another five minutes? Like, do they really think the other team's going to score two goals? And, and Weirder things have happened, Tyler. Okay. All right. That's fine. But also, it's to account for the time that the ball is out of play. Okay. Makes sense. And that makes it's, sense. It, so... For broadcast like they don't stop the clock but the ref stops his own watch and at the end of the 90 minutes that you see on like for the viewers for people watching uh the, the ref uh, calls into uh, the fourth official on the sideline to tell him how many more minutes are left i see so is so there's usually always extra time yeah there's almost okay. always extra time to account for injuries goal celebrations and all that kind of stuff yeah makes sense okay that that answers my my question. Yeah, it's a very common thing that a lot of people have come up to me about watching football. Mm-hmm. Uh, why there's extra time, and I've it it's been asked of me so many times that I just yeah you get you when someone asks you the same question so many times or like you get asked the same question a lot of times you come up with a pretty mm-hmm. like standard answer. Yeah. And God, I just want to say again, this victory sour monkey, normally things that taste this bad smell bad, but it doesn't, it just smells like beer, (laughs) but then you drink it. Yeah. 
and it's bad yeah it's bad yeah it blew my fucking mind man i was like okay i mean i can take most beers but that this doesn't even taste do like it. beer i know can't do it and it's not even high alcohol either so it's not like it's going to do anything for you nine point well it's 9.5 percent a lot of the common oh, beers really? that you drink are like between like four hmm. and seven somewhere I didn't range. know. I didn't know that one's 9.5. I knew the other one, the Golden Monkey. That one's 9.5. But yeah, what are you planning on doing between now and next week? <sighs> between now and next week, I, I don't know. It's gonna, uh, I'm busy almost all weekend this weekend. Um, but I might try to squeeze in some stuff here and there. I don't know. Maybe a little Darksiders or something. Something quick. Um... I don't know. Figure it out. What about you? Oh, man. Uh, so I'm going to have to pull myself away from Octopath Traveler to, like, you know, finish up other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep saying I'm going to finish Yakuza 6. It keeps sitting there. Like, that's yeah. a game that if I just committed to it, I could beat it in a day or two. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I'd, lo- I'd love to do that. I want to play some more Elder Scrolls Online. Get through the rest of this, this Sigic order quest line uh mm-hmm. and that, that that's gonna be really cool and then i'm gonna go back and play the morrowind stuff because i never really dove into that right on. uh i'm gonna play some other gunship i have that downloading on my playstation at home other than that yeah i think that that's good that's uh, that's a pretty good regimen for me yeah sounds good Fast forward to next week where i've started yet another rpg somehow yeah <laughs> yeah Oh man! I mean, I'll probably play Destiny too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Probably gonna try to do them raid layers soon. The problem is, at home, that we have, we have this puppy. Yeah, that always wants to play. It never mm. gets tired. Mm. It wants to play puppies. I take it out and I make it run around, throw chasing the ball and stuff. Yeah. It comes in, acts like it's tired, and then I go to sit down and play a video game. It brings over its toy to want to play tug of war. Damn. This puppy does not get tired. <laughs> How old's the puppy? Oh, I want to say eight months. Wow. Nine months. Wow. Energetic puppy. Yeah. It's a it's a good puppy though. It's it's it listens to me when I when I tell it mm-hmm. to do things. So pretty smart. All right. Well, let's I think go. that's going to do it for us this week. Yeah, let's go play a way out. Yeah, we're we're going to go play a way out, a game that released earlier this year that I think March, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, and we're going to go play that. Uh, but if you want to contact us between now and next week, you can do that via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail dot com. Do it, or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews on your podcast app of choice. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, it looks like you're pulling up something here. What you got? Yeah, I'm putting something together. Something's coming out on Friday. You have to watch. It's not a review. It's a oh. list. Oh, a list. The, inter- the internet likes list, so we make the list. And oh, shit, you're just trying. That's what's to, happening. You, you keep every week. You keep drawing it back to the list that we have to make. The list that's looming over our heads. Mm-hmm. I think. 
well the list that you don't want to make for reasons i don't understand man it's just i feel like it's a lot of work racking my memory and just going back and looking at all the stuff that i've played i think it there's just a lot it's a lot <laughs> nah Nah. Well, maybe maybe I'll do a little bit of work on that. Maybe I'll create a Google Doc for us to start right on. working on that. Right on. But that's going to do it. Thank you all for listening to episode 123 of the PlayStation Report. Until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games. And... Uh, yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs>